What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome everyone to PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network. And I'm going to let you all in on a little secret now. You know, nowadays everybody wants to have a podcast. People come and they say, Kevin, how do you have the world's most successful video game podcast? I'm going to let you in on the recipe. So here's the recipe. Get your notepad, get your paper, pen. Not that pen. That one never works. You got to scribble first. Get okay, ready? Here's the recipe. It is 10% luck, 20% skill. 15% concentrated, power of will. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. It is I, your host, Kevin. And unfortunately, <laughs> Lucas could not make it tonight. However, I called in a powerhouse tonight, and I'm pretty sure combined we have the largest hair in PSVG. <laughs> it is, yeah. you recognize that voice from PSXP, <laughs> Mr. Devin Tyus. Was cracking, was cracking. So happy to be back on Prime again. It has been far too long, sir. It has been far too long. See, I think everyone got, I don't want to say spoiled isn't the right word, but everyone got accustomed to Kevin having to find somebody to pop in a show. So everybody kind of had a rotation at some point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, you know, we finally settled in and Lucas has been the regular since then. We've had, you know, pop-ins here and there for both of us, somebody else jumping in, but it's a lot less frequent. So it's like, hey, when you get people on, I know Donnie tried to force uh, Kyle to show up tonight too, as well. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Kyle's working, and I'm like, Kyle's on like 17 shows anyway, as well too. I mean, you are too, but uh, we don't get to talk. Donnie gets to talk to you sometimes. I, I don't. So you know, what? yeah. Screw you, Donnie. I wanted to spoil it, so I brought Dev. Yay! Yay! So See, happy to be here. Yay is right. And quickly, we have to thank those folks that do make us happen to be here and that is our patreon producers over at patreon.com slash psvg special thank you to our producers edwin cowell barry cathcart josh the bonesaw barboni this guy sitting right next to me you can't see it because it's a it's not a video <laughs> podcast but you can hear it chris McElfresh, kyle hammond paul calico mike massick zach bradshaw and nick fahaba so yeah thank you to all of you and if you want to help support us we'd appreciate it Toss a coin to your Witcher over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So how are things on the, the West Coast? The su sunny California, if you will. It's hot. Mm. Oh, my God. It's been over 100 pretty much every day out here. Triple digits. And we get a little bit of humidity, so it's not... It's nowhere near what y'all get, but we do get yeah. some humidity, much more than it would be in L.A., so it's less of just that dry heat. We do get some of that that humanness to it but man like it's oppressive heat and what's odd for us is like by the time we wake up it's already about 85 90 outside I mean, we don't yeah like eight o'clock 85 90 degrees no, no joke and then it doesn't actually reach the peak until about five o'clock five five fifteen is when it hits like the 103, 104 mark, which is a pain because it's like you walk outside from work and just like, oh my God, you've just been, it just hurts. And then that's like when the kids, we get home with the kids, you want to take them to the pool or something. And it's just, 
you walk outside and your flip flops melt. It's ridiculous. It makes you not want to do anything really when it's this yeah. hot. Like you just don't want to do stuff. We we had, you know, it's like nineties, high eighties over here, but ninety percent humidity right now. Mm. The forecast said it was going to rain all this week. It rained once this week for like twenty minutes, so the humidity hasn't dropped at all. Wow. Um, but it's just like my wife and I were like. I don't want to cook. Like, I don't even want to grill. It's that hot. Like, you can't even just stand by the grill because that's a thousand degrees in your face, too. Mm-hmm. And the sun's beating down. You. It just, it, it sucks, man. It sucks. I hear you. Yeah, I've always, like, really not understood why summer is grilling season because everywhere I've lived, it's way too hot to want to be outside in front of a grill. The so fall like, no. is the best. The fall is <laughs> yeah. the best time to grill. Spring is okay. Fall is the best time to grill. Got that cool air. You can sit there, have a drink, and just let, you know, the heat from the grill hit you. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we had a power outage earlier this week. The power was out from four thirty to two a.m. It was oh, the worst. No, no, y'all just don't sleep. Then forget that. Oh, it was so gross. It was so gross. We had to sleep downstairs. Wife slept on the couch. I slept in like one of the guest rooms because she didn't want to sleep in here because it gets too hot. Yeah, it, it's just it, it was. Ugh. The kids were knocked out. Didn't bother them in the least ridiculous that'll change when they get older i feel like little kids don't seem yeah. to mind but like my teenagers like no mm-hmm. they use the air conditioner more than i do and i'm like you ain't paying for that <laughs> so turn that off right um how how's the corona over there right now is california blowing up again yes we have had a ridiculous surge people just apparently don't believe that it's a thing but uh yeah our numbers have gone up we had a a a uh, record day i think tuesday so yesterday it was more more than we've had in one single day out here in Bakersfield. We've averaged probably about 75 new cases a day. Um, Governor Newsom did, you know, mandate that everybody's supposed to wear, you know, the mask in public. But of course, everybody, for some reason, is just so put off by having to wear a mask. And they're like, oh, but I, you're, you have your mask on. So you're, I'm like, you don't you don't understand it. Like, why can't you show just a common human decency to put on a mask? to protect those who are deemed essential workers who are getting your groceries and everything else ready for you. They all have on masks. Why can't you just show the common courtesy to do the same? It's a small inconvenience. Right. You ain't got to wear it while you're in your car. Just yeah. when you walk into the building. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't it's, be that difficult. It's nuts. Our, uh, so we had a new intro. So those of you listening heard it, and I know I posted it, so you probably heard it too, that mm-hmm. we have for the show. Our buddy, Justin Warner, is actually on his way to Flavortown right now. Ooh. to resume work a little bit so okay. I, I told him i was i chatted with him i was like you know stay safe and they're they're doing some filming not in the same way they're they're gonna have to do social distancing and stuff too but i was like Ooh. i was like you heading to, he's heading to san diego so i don't know how bad it is there but i was like Ooh. uh it ain't pretty right and i was like <laughs> yeah so i don't know yeah wish him the best but yeah it, it's dumb it's just it's just dumb wear the mask we're just wear the mask it's not that hard right i've been day one like i'll just wear the mask it's fine same here Wear the mask if you have to go out, and don't go out if you don't have to. Period. You're good. Wear the wear the mask. Throw on a Bane voice and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> no one Fire cared about it, brother. No one cared until to put on the mask. What about the <laughs> voice? Um, we're we're here to talk about video games. That's what we do here after a little bit of nonsense. So let's jump into what we've been playing. So I I think I know what you've been playing. I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. the only thing you've been playing. Yeah. Um, so I know you're going to talk about PSXP more, and I don't want to take that away from you by any means because you guys got that banner going as you're both all going through that journey together. And I've mm-hmm. forgotten about it at this point. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I've, <laughs> you know, I, I've moved on. Um, so I guess just overall, are you, 
you know, the last PSXP, you sound like you were enjoying it. You love the mm-hmm. combat, everything like that. Is it still holding up? I know you said you've been staying up to like late nights playing it. Is it still got it hooked in you? Anything? Oh my god, yes. I, I it I I just want to get back to it like constantly. Like every time that I'm like getting the same, I'm like I just want to see if I can get a little bit in just to see where the story's going. Like I've never jumped so much when playing a game. Like the game has this this ability to just kind of lull you into like this kind of like okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom! Something will happen. Like you, you, you'll see something's gonna happen. Like you feel it. But even when it happens, like it gets me. Like I literally, like physically, have jumped way more in this game than I have in any other game. Because when I'm expecting stuff to happen, I'll go into buildings. I'm hitting listen mode like right away. Like I'm opening the door, expecting something to jump out at me. Nothing. Nothing. So I get lulled to the sleep, and all of a sudden, boom! Something happens. Like oh god, I wasn't expecting that. And yep. You got to react, and oh god, it's. It's so good. The sound design in that game is incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it is phenomenal. I don't know how they pulled this magical feat of wizardry off, but it just sounds so good. And if you're not playing this game with headphones on, you are doing yourself a great disservice. Unless you've got Lucas's magical, you know, Dolby Atmos setup, then then maybe. (laughs) But otherwise, throw on some headphones and just just go walk up to fire and listen to like the actual yeah. fire, the crackle, the bass that you can get from the actual roar of the fire. Just like when you come across the stars and they're whistling. Oh, oh God. Oh, it's so good. That I'm just sitting there like, where where are they? Yes, because it's got the spatial element too. You're not just hearing mm-hmm. it. Like you're, you're hearing it if they're behind you to the left. You're hearing it mm-hmm. over there. Like, oh. It's so good. So yeah, I'm loving it. I'm I'm absolutely loving the game. I I just I can't wait to see where the rest of the story goes. I feel like I'm still super early in, so I can't wait. I, I can't. Uh, I'm gonna play later tonight. My wife is gonna be real upset. <laughs> so we won't hold you up too long here. Um, have you hit any? So I noticed today a couple of people said they hit some some glitches and some like game crashes. Have you had anything? Because I had nothing. I haven't had any problems. People, put your games on SSDs and call it a day. <laughs> See, I, have, I have I have a launch PS4 with whatever it came with, and I had zero issues. And there's people out there who are pros that are just like, no, the game yeah. crashed on me. I'm like, oh, it sucks. Yeah, I haven't had a single crash. I haven't had any issues with it other than my my PS4 sounding like it wants to take off into orbit. Right. That's why you wear <laughs> the, the headphones. PS4, exactly. Other than that, no, I haven't had any issues. I always just suspend the system when I'm done. It comes right back up to where I was. Don't even have to worry about ever. I've never actually had to save at all. I mean, even when I was, even when I was trying to just to be safe, it kept telling me like auto save is the most recent version. I'm like, so y'all just auto save all the time. So why is it even an option? Like, I don't understand why it's even there. Yeah, every time I like press the options button, it's like last save was less than a minute ago. Like yeah. I don't even have. There's no point. Right, there's no point at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I can't wait to hear everyone else's, you know, final thoughts. I've really only mm-hmm. been able to talk to Donnie about it, and you know, that's out there for those who want to hear it, and that is spoilery. Um, but I, I can't wait to hear other people and see you know everyone else's final opinions because there's just a lot of people tearing this game apart that haven't even mm-hmm. played it and that, that drives me nuts i'm like you can't talk about it or you have people that are like lifelong playstation fans that think they know what happens in the game and they're like oh i'm not playing the game or i'll play it when it goes crazy cheap why why <laughs> right you don't know what you're missing here this is and i'm i'm one that normally is the frugal one i'm like no this this game is 100 percent worth the full 
cost of entry. I mean, we've seen people, you know, in our own community that bought, you know, the console, the controller, the the art book, the this, the that, and spending yeah. hundreds of dollars on this game and they don't regret mm-hmm. it one bit. So it's like, eh, yep. that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how they managed to make this game do what it does on a system from 2013. It is right. absolutely ridiculous. Right? It's it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, so I've still been picking at uh, Saints Row the Third, the okay. remaster, which is still tons of fun. So I, I don't need to talk about like everyone's played that game. I think at this point, <laughs> and if you haven't, this remaster is where it's at because it's done so well. Uh, it, it it does not make it feel like an, a super old game. Uh, so that's a ton of fun. Um, the game I had to review because let's face it, folks, they can't all be winners. Uh, was SpongeBob <laughs> Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated? Uh, views out there on GamesReviews.com. All I'll say is, if you were a fan of this game back in the day, this was a PS2 original Xbox era and Nintendo GameCube game. Um, this was in the area where like every licensed property got games all the time. Yep, it still feels like it. It is, you know, if you have a kid that loves SpongeBob then this is fine. Like it's a playable game and it's perfectly fine for stuff like that. But the issue is that it feels like a licensed game from the nineties and it still does this mm. remastering of it. They didn't really do much other than give it the graphical overhaul, make the colors brighter, more neon, like more vibrant for today's standards. They did some audio work, but all the problems that plagued platformers during that genre, they didn't touch at all. Jeez. Like you just imagine playing any PS2 platforms. This isn't even knock at SpongeBob, but any platformer on PS2, and think of playing it today without them touching any of the mechanics at all. It's it's terrible, mm-hmm. and that's what they did with this one. So it like literally the same glitches and same errors that the original game had. They're all still there. Wow. Um, like this game is huge in the speedrunning community because of the amount of exploits you can do, and it can still be just with better visuals and sound now because they didn't fix a damn thing it's, it's insane to me that they, they would do these things so it's it's kind of a disappointment i gave it a seven out of ten like it's playable it's perfectly fine but when you look and see what you know the crash bandicoot remaster did what spyro remaster did like those mm-hmm. are quality you know quality of life improvements on these games right i was expecting something similar to that for what is a cult classic game there's a lot of gamers that love this game i don't, I don't know really why but they do i was expecting <laughs> the same kind of treatment and it did not happen like they, they legit put out like collector's editions of this game dev of the remaster that, what? Come, that come with statues there's three versions too spongebob sandy and patrick like they, it's just a co- this is just a coat of paint basically thrown on top yes. of it. yes wow they added a they added a multiplayer mode which is boils down to just being a horde mode but the combat in this game is just push the button and you repeatedly do the same motion so there's oh, no God. Like a horde mode isn't really anything other than well, when does your finger get tired? Because you can just keep mowing them down, no problem. Um, so it, it was probably something that was in the original game that they just scrapped because they're like, well, this is dumb, but they decided to throw it in the remaster. But yeah, it's it was really disappointing. But to see that they released like $100 collector's editions for this. And if you want wow. the whole thing, you'll spend like Last of Us money to mm-hmm. get the whole thing. And it's like the game is not great. I mean, there are people who love SpongeBob like that. Like, I remember when I was a cap counselor, for my seven-year-olds love SpongeBob. They're all old enough today to have been, who to be old, they're old enough and make enough money to just pick up that collector's edition as oh, a yeah. piece of their childhood. So yeah. there's a market for it for sure. Yep. Or they can just wait until it's really cheap on GameStop and then you'll get it too. Like, that's, I think yeah, that's too. where it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last thing actually I picked up was, you know, recommendation of Donnie, but I was going to, I actually had it in air quotes pre-ordered anyway was uh the last pokemon direct not the one that happened this week where they unveiled that moba style game 
But um, the one before that they mentioned where they did Pokemon Snap, they mentioned this puzzle game, Pokemon Mix or Pokemon Cafe Mix or something like that. Mm. And it's basically just a puzzle game. Uh, it's a free to play game that's going to be, I think it's coming to mobile as well. It's not out yet. Uh, that's just like one of those zoom zoom disney zoom zoom s games where you just kind of match the things and cause a chain and make them pop like bust a move kind of thing it it, it's pretty fun it it, the art style is really cool and it's like a a hand-drawn art style for it the characters look really cool they give the different pokemon personalities but whatever pokemon is your chef they have a special ability that once you like max out your combo chain you can do like a special move to help you clear the the map or you know reach your goal whatever the case is in there so um it's a fun little thing but it's just kind of weird that they're pushing this out and nintendo was just recently talking about how they want to get out of the mobile mm-hmm. gaming because of the stigma of it but here they are releasing one on the console and yeah there's still there's microtransactions you like just like candy crush, just like candy crush you can buy more power-ups like if you run out you can buy the power-ups to help with the thing and there's like a pikachu pack that you can buy Pikachu as a chef and like some power ups. You get like those things together too. So it's in there if you want to. You definitely don't need it. It's just mm-hmm. like Candy Crush. You don't need to spend money. You just may have a hard time progressing if your brain can't wrap around you know the way those types right. of games work. But yeah, it's there. It's cool. Uh, if you're a puzzle game fan, it's it's a decent puzzler that you can just play on the Switch. And I, because it's all touch screen, I don't have to worry about my Joy Cons never working. So it's just oh no Joy Con drift nice. Yeah. You, just, you just pick up. I literally pick up just the tablet now and I just swipe. It's like playing on tablet. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, it's kind of fun. So it's worth checking out if anybody's interested. It's free in the eShop. Pokemon Cafe Mix. My kids uh, might like that. That yeah. may be their first Pokemon game because we don't do the Pokemon here. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, well, that's enough from us. Let's hear from you folks. We have a ton of questions tonight. They came and delivered. For you, that's Dev, what's so. up. That's what's up. It is. So it's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. And the first one comes in from Chalfie. Speaking of Chalfie over there in Cali, can either one of you play an instrument? And did you ever start a high school or college band? No, I always wanted to play an instrument, but uh, we ain't had that kind of money and those things weren't happening in my schools. So no, unless you count the recorder in like third grade. <laughs> yep. No, I did not play an instrument. I do not. Maybe one day I'll learn to play the piano or the guitar, but that's highly unlikely at this point. Yeah, no, I me either. And same thing as you, like recorder. And then I, it was either the end of elementary school or maybe middle school, uh, I actually learned how to play the, the xylophone. Oh. But not like the little ones, like the big ones. The big one, yeah. Like yeah. the wooden ones and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I learned to play that a little bit. Um, never, never joined a band. I mean, like, all I can do now is, like, I, I can work my way around, like, Fruity Loops or something like that to create beats, but that's it's about as close as you're going to get out of me. So, yeah. Yep. I, too, experimented with Fruity Loops in college. So that's about the extent of it. Yep. Sorry, yep. Chaffee. Yep. Sorry to let you down. Uh, Delvin Cox, you might know him. I think you know him. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I think I've heard his name before. Right. He wants to know when we're going to release the Snyder Cut of PSVG Prime and also what would be in this cut. Um, <laughs> never unless HBO Max gives me some money. Uh, and what would be in this cut? Just a lot more dark, muted colors. Uh, so my hair wouldn't be as red. It would be darker. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of depression and a very reckless Superman. 
Mm. Fucking Lucas. Lucas would be very reckless in murdering people. See, I feel like the Snyder Cut of PSVG Prime would actually be like all the darkness, but it's basically you and Lucas cooking stuff depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just depressed cooking. Depressed cooking. Guess I'll make a Hot Pocket again. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. Lucas and I keep talking about trying to figure out a way of doing some some sort of cooking show. Like, we got to figure out some way of doing it. Um, podcast obviously won't work, but maybe a video thing. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Brian, best known as the husband of Miss Caroline, the Nintendo name. Uh, ah. Any linear games, games or series you wish would be made or believe would do well as an open world version of themselves. So this one I had, I had a hard time thinking of because mm. I, I feel like most of those have been done. So you look at something like. Legend of Zelda is now like since Ocarina of Time, right. they're they're op- open open ish world. I don't want to say completely open; it's not as big. Uh, the only one I can come up with, and I think this still counts, would be Metroid. Like you put Metroid yeah. in a Destiny esque world, mm-hmm. like where it's it's open world, but there's mission based. Maybe you link up with other bounty hunters, whatever the case is. Something like that could work. Um, you know, maybe play like Metroid Prime does, but have that aesthetic to it might work a little bit. But I mean, I think they've kind of all been done. So yeah. I didn't have anything else I could think of other than that. I don't know about you. I can't think of anything linear. It's been so long since I've played just like a straight linear game. They right. would be open world. Uh, maybe like something like Dishonored. Like when you think about that game, Ooh. it's 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 totally linear. Anytime you go to a new level, you just go to that new level. Yeah, but to be able to play something in that dishonored world where it's just open world and you're just living in that world doing stuff, that might be kind of cool. Um, but other than that, I can't think of anything else that I've played that's just been just straight linear. What about being, and this isn't completely linear either, but it's along the same lines as Dishonored. What about like Bioshock Infinite, like in Rapture though, as the oh, world? God. Oh, something like God. that could work. I, I mean, I don't know what the story would be around that to make that fit in, but that'd be a cool one too, where like, I love that world. And yeah. then if you're able to make it open and you just spend more time in that, that world, that would be fun. I think Yeah, maybe make it open world and you get to be there while the, you know, fall of it happens Ooh. and you're just living day to day, doing whatever it is that you do, doing like almost kind of like a walking sim, but maybe add some more elements mm. to it, some kind of combat or something. But the game has a certain, you know, beginning and end and it's just based on like a running clock as Rapture is just collapsing, basically. Ooh, like Majora's Mask with Rapture. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. I like it. He had another part question here, and I think this is this one's probably meant for Nintendo Shack more, but but I think we'll take a stab at it too. So Pokemon currently gets a lot of flack from older fans of the series. Is it justified, or is it more the series at its core is now for younger kids, and the original audience has aged out, aka grumpy old gamer syndrome? Well, I was aged out of Pokemon when it first started, as far as I'm concerned. Like, when it first came out, I was already, I think, in the 10th or 11th grade. Yeah, thanks. So I've already been to. It just, it never appealed to me at all. But I have a lot of friends from working at Best Buy, you know, as you, you get to know <laughs> all your younger coworkers. Yep. And they all had this love and affinity for Pokemon. I'm just like, I just, I don't got it at all. So I don't know if those people who grew up with it have aged out of it and are now just, you know, grumpy about it, not, you know, 
developing and aging with them. Kind of like how I've always felt about the Legend of Zelda. Like I want grown man Link. I'm tired of kid Link. Yeah. I want yeah. I want that grown man Link, and it just never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Breath of the Wild is like the closest to it, but it could be like I I don't know if it's necessarily justified because i do feel like it's always been aimed more at children but yeah if you've grown up with it there's still something for you there so tough call yeah it's it's weird it, it doesn't have it has that stigma that it's meant for kids but if you boil it down you think of like mario mario mm-hmm. kind of went the reverse way so mario obviously is an older game but that was just a game that was like okay you look at it, it could be for any age but then mm-hmm. as mario kind of evolved he became more kid focused but we can still appreciate those games obviously not you because as you say mario is trash um mm-hmm. but gamers as a whole as, and the larger community of gamers can still appreciate yeah. mario games and don't have that stigma as pokemon does but yet they're both in my mind along the same things like yeah. you know zelda i think is aimed for more adult audiences not that it's an adult game but you know what i mean like it's aged it's, yeah. it's aimed towards older gamers mario is kind of for everybody pokemon i feels for everybody but it has a stigma that it's not, and it's actually for kids, little kids. Yeah. Um, I did play Pokemon when it launched. Uh, I, I got into it, and I played it, and I played, I think, like, the first... No, I, I had this weird generational gap. Like, I played the original one. Then I didn't touch it again until, like, Game Boy Advance. And then I played, like, Ruby Sapphire, whatever generation that was. And then I legit didn't touch it again until XY on the 3DS, which was, like, mm-hmm. before, right before Sun and Moon. So not that long ago, really. So I've taken these long pauses with Pokemon. I think for me, it's not it's not necessarily the way the game works or the content or the, the scope of the game. I just don't get hooked by the you got to get them all mentality. Mm-hmm. So I just played the game and whatever Pokemon I came across, those are the ones I caught and I take the ones I liked out of those. But I never hunted to say like like Donnie would be like, I need to go find Cubone as fast as possible. I've never been that guy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Whichever ones I have right now that look cool. You're riding with me. And if you get strong enough, you're going to stay in the team. If not, I'm going to bump you for somebody else higher power when they come in. But the games were always kind of the stories for me. You know, and I think it's changed a little bit with the last couple, but I haven't played them was the stories are kind of all just the same. Like you're just this kid. Mm-hmm. You get your first Pokemon. You beat all the gym leaders to become the master of the gyms. And, yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's just the dialogue that just feels childish. Right. So it's just like, okay, you just keep doing that every time. So like, why? You know, you're just swapping on Pokemon, but it's the same formula. Or you're adding more Pokemon, it's the same formula. And I think just mm-hmm. that didn't interest me to say every time a new version of this game comes out, I'm going to get it. And by the way, I'm going to get both versions, or in some case, the third version of that series to get all the games. Like, I, I've just never been that person. So I don't think it's necessarily older fans of Pokemon, I think, just aren't evolving with these newer uh, diversions from Pokemon. It's like the mm-hmm. MOBA. Things like that, I think those things, or uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, when they kind of kidified that even more than it already was on Switch, I think those things are where the older gamers are like, well, I don't want this. But the mm-hmm. core games, I think, are still for you if you've been into that. Like, I don't think you've aged out of those as an older gamer if you've always liked Pokemon at its core. Yeah. Um, Takeda asks, with digital-only options, he's talking console-wise, mm-hmm. uh, potentially coming in at a lesser price, potentially, we don't know for sure, uh, do you see yourselves owning more than one so you could put them in different rooms? So not necessarily like, I'm going to get an Xbox and a PS5. He's on like multiple PS5s or multiple Xboxes. Xbox mm-hmm. I, Xbox and I don't know how you say <laughs> that. Uh, are you buying multiple of those to stick throughout your house? Now, see, when I first read this question, I thought about that. I'm like, heck no. But then I realized I have a PS4 Pro in the room that I'm in now, my gaming room. And then I have the regular PS4 in the living room and the kids play 
Just Dance and mm-hmm. you play Rock Band and stuff like that. So initially, no, I'm not going to buy two different versions or two consoles. But like if they do release like a PS5 Pro, there's a high probability that I will pick up that one. And then I will move the regular PS5 into the living room and keep the Pro in here where I play. So that way they can still play, you know, rock bands and mm-hmm. just dance, whatever, or some little platformer that they eventually get into because they're finally starting to actually get into games. My son more so than anybody else. But nice. initially, no, I will not buy because I I really only play in here. I don't play on a TV. I play just with my in my computer monitor in my little computer space. So initially, I won't buy two. But if there's a pro, then probably yes, I'll have two consoles. That makes sense. Now, are you one to be swayed by a special edition if it's not a pro? So if there's a PS5 and you get that, and then like seven months later there's not a pro, but there's another version that's Spider-Man or something, would you be swayed to buy that and then move it? Or this is only like I'm only going to upgrade if it's an actual upgrade, not a visual. Um, it's going to have to be like an actual upgrade. So okay. I'm not going to buy just like a like if they come out with the Horizon Zero Dawn PS5. If it's not like a pro version and it's got an upgrade, then no, I'm not at all. I still have my base regular PS4 mm-hmm. and then the pro. I only got it because the pro came out and Destiny 2 came out. So I was like, oh, well, I've wanted a pro for a while. Destiny 2 gives me a reason to get a pro. So I'm going to do it. So unless there's like an actual upgrade then i definitely won't have two consoles i'll just have just the one and they'll just be playing rock band and just dance on ps4 there you that makes perfect sense i i'm with you in the same regards i i won't be buying multiples either um i am all about doing digital only versions though i'm perfectly fine with that going forward Uh, i'm really just hoping that there is a price difference because i I want it to to be an incentive for me to do it because like right now we don't get we don't get a price deal on our games because we're doing only digital. Mm-hmm. And we talk about like some people will resell the games or you can trade in value. Like you don't get any of that with digital only games. So nope. I feel like we need something to be like a thanks guys, buy this cheaper version and you know, or it's gonna be the same cost, but you save 20% of your digital games, whatever the case is, give us like a, like a gamer gamer club unlocked for our digital games through the, the shop would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, by releasing the only digital, if you push enough people into that, then you're not dealing with any middleman. So mm-hmm. I would expect to see like some Steam kind of yeah. sales. Yeah. You're saving money on on you know public uh, publishing, manufacturing, distri- mm-hmm. distribution, logistics of mailing all that stuff out. Like you save money on that by you yeah. know going digital. So I would hope so. But yeah, I wouldn't be buying multiple consoles either. And and like you, I wouldn't be buying. Uh, I I wouldn't be buying just a skin version of something else came out too. I need to upgrade for a reason. I, I typically play down here, but because I have older kids, um, they'll play you know different variations of games. Like my my oldest will play Fortnite. My middle child loves games like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So they'll teach, occasionally take the consoles and we'll move them you know to their room or living room. And I have one down here because we have them all. Um, so I'm not opposed to moving them around if need be. Um, so I'll just do that as opposed to buying a second or third console at that point. But yeah, HDMI cable and a power. That's all you need. Two plugs. Yep. Boom, boom, done, done. Yep. And typically I have extra HDMIs in each TV anyway for when we're moving stuff around, whether it's a switch going from living room to the bedroom so my wife can play civilization or something, or we're always moving them. So yep. not I a have big the same, same thing going on for me. I got the cables upstairs in the bedroom. I've got mm-hmm. moved the dock. There's already a HDMI and a power cable for the switch if it gets moved upstairs. So. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna get a snuggle dock for the switch. That's the only thing I'm like, I, I could use two docks. 
but I keep looking at I'm like, I don't want to spend that much money on a dock. I'm like it doesn't yeah. do anything, man. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, you, I'm either gonna move that dock or you're gonna play portable. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Yep>. stop that. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from Garrett. He was inspired by the the picture I used uh, on Twitter. Um, which was Jim from The Office dressed up as Dwight where he pulled the whole beats Bears, Battlestar Galactica joke. So his question is, do Bears beat Battlestar Galactica? I don't think anything beats BSG. Oh, see, you're on the other end of this. (laughs) I have zero attachments for Battlestar Galactica, so I think Bears beat them, whether it's a physical bear, whether it's a panda bear, whether it's the Chicago Bears. I feel like yes, it's Galactica for me. They've got guns and phasers, so they're just killing the bears. Period. But is it, is it just a space drama, really? I mean, it is. They, they got guns. guns. Okay. They got guns. How how well do bears do in space? I I, I haven't seen that movie yet. Maybe maybe they maybe really well. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, isn't that a Wookiee? Is that just a Wookiee? Ooh. Now we're talking. That's a lot more even. If, if now, a see, Wookiee is the, type of bear. Now we're in if trouble. the bear, if the Wookiee is the evolution of the bear in space, then it's a whole other ball game. Because <laughs> a Wookiee will pull your arms out your socket and beat you with them. So, mm-hmm. or even mm. an Ewok is an Ewok a space bear? I mean, they, they're pretty much space bears. Like, I don't think you can even you know negotiate that one. I, I feel like those are space bears. Wookies, maybe you can make an argument that they're more like yeah, space Sasquatch. Yeah. But I mean, Ewoks True. are Wookiee bears, and they took down the Empire. So they did. They did with all the little rocks and just mm-hmm. little primitive stuff, and they made it happen. Yeah, mm, that's tough. This might I be mean, to be I've... continued, Garrett. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough call. Tough call. It's fifty-fifty, man. Could go either way. In the places we go, <laughs> it's Chewbacca's <laughs> space bear. Oh boy. Um, last question comes in from Grouchy. He wants to know why is Lucas the best co-host, and how can Dev's beard try and bridge that gap tonight? I mean, Lucas is just so damn lovable. That's basically what it boils down to. Like, he's just hes just like this little love bug. You just want to give him a hug and say, hey, buddy, you're doing great. That's did basically you, what it boils down to. I don't know. Did you see he left us a note in the notes, too? I did not. <laughs> Underneath the Patreon, the patrons, he, he put that there. Um, oh, I thought that yeah. was you. <laughs> no, nope, that wasn't me. Um so why is Lucas the best ghost kind of because of that? And I'm not going to say what it is. We're going to leave that as Dev and I's personal joke here. And Lucas is, um, but the big thing that's great about Lucas, I feel too, is, is especially as being a great co-host is the, the give and take the back and forth, mm-hmm. the jokes that come out of things. So like Dev got a little taste of it today. Like, you know, of course we, we always do a little bit of banter before we actually start recording any show. Like you do that, mm-hmm. but I try not to talk too long because I want things to come up as we're, as we're going. And I don't pre-plan any jokes as far as like mm-hmm. stuff like that, like like the Chewbacca thing, like that just came to me as we were doing it. But that's the stuff Lucas and I would go back and forth with yes. all the time, and and we find it amusing. I don't know if anybody else does or anybody else catches it. all the jokes, but <laughs> Lucas and I love it, and that's what works. I think the way he riffs on stuff, it's yeah. it's so hilarious. He's so good at it, just off the cuff, and you guys just go back and forth. It's so good. It's so good. I agree. And and how Dev's beard can try and bridge that gap. I mean. The magic's still here, man. We we just made a, a space bear joke. Like that that was good. Saying. That was gold. I'm just saying, like that <laughs> that happened. And I'm gonna give your beard credit for it. It's your beard and our combined hair. There it is. Making it work tonight. With our hair combined. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it later, but much like cyberpunk, hair is a big thing to talk about tonight. Yes. Right. <laughs> so but 
but we'll save that. So let's let's move on. It's been a week, so it's time to talk about the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. So I have three different topics here. You have two, so I'm going to go first and knock one out. Let's go with the easy one, the free stuff. So, and and this is kind of an air quotes because not all of it's completely free. Uh, Microsoft announced today its Games with Gold for July, to which the internet let out a collective... Meh. Right. They're giving us um, <laughs> for the whole month of July. I got to look up what this name WRC Championship Motor Racing World Eight. Rally Championship, I think. Yep. Yeah. World. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing with 50 teams, 14 rallies, and over 100 special stages. Uh, WRC 8 has the deepest content ever included in an off road racing game. Never heard of it. <sighs> yeah. But, it, but its retail value is $50, apparently, so you get that for free. Second one, also never heard of it. And this one this one I actually might try because it's just weird enough to catch my interest. And it's called Dunk Lords. That's available from <laughs> July 16th to August 15th. And the first line here in the description is, you might be able to ball, but can you fight? Dunk Lords is a two-on-two basketball beat-em-up featuring over-the-top special moves, devastating dunks, and game-changing equipment. Choose from 20 of the baddest ballers around, each with their unique special attacks and abilities, and do battle on a variety of hazard-filled courts. I don't know what this is. So, but this is looking at that and hearing that description makes me think of two games mashed together. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of Arch Rivals. Yep, me too. Because you're playing basketball and you're actually hitting people and beating yep. everybody up. And then it makes me think of all of the Mutant League football oh, games. Okay, I was wondering where you were going with the second one. Yep. Because they had all their fields had like actual stuff on them that would destroy you. So it feels like <laughs> they've kind of mashed these two games together and created dunk awards. It's it's literally so the categories in, in the Xbox store calls us an action adventure game a fighting game and a sports game. Like those are the wow. categories for it. I mean, this just looks crazy enough that I might actually try this. I'm wondering, <laughs> is there multiplayer mode? If there's, it's gotta be, if it's, there's gotta be multiplayer for this, uh, but it's local. Really? No, online. Uh, it doesn't say in the description, at least that. Oh, see, that's, that takes it away a little bit. Cause I'm like, you could, yeah. In arcade mode, play pickup games locally with one to four players. If we were able to do this online with one to four players, I'm like this would at least be worth doing a stream night just right. to show people what this thing is. So I don't, I don't know that it's a little disappointing, but it looks yeah, crazy enough to be interesting. At least <laughs> looking at the screenshot, they have like dollar signs and money underneath yep. each team. So I'm guessing you get to buy power ups as you, go. I think so. Yeah. It says you buy shoes, uh, gloves and something else to have the different upgrades you can do. Um, yeah. So that's there. Uh, those are the Xbox One titles. So then the Xbox 360 games, which, of course, are backwards compatible with the Xbox Ones anyway. Saints Row 2. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you got four, and you got the remaster of three out on this gen. I don't, I don't feel like you need yeah. two. But, you know, some people like it. Uh, and then Juju. What the hell is Juju? Uh, it's a journey. You, you journey with a shaman panda, Juju, and his lizard sidekick, Peyo, as they embark upon a dangerous and myth- mystical journey to save Juju's father and the world from an ancient evil. Run, bounce, chant, and battle humongous bosses with a friend or family member in this beautifully animated, lighthearted adventure. 
why do they still do games with gold? I feel like we are scraping the absolute bottom of the barrel with this. Like, just put it in Game Pass and call it a day. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like any diehard Xbox fans would even blink if they did that. They're like, hey, listen, we know we gave you games with gold every month, like forever. But, you know, we're giving you at least five to six new games in Game Pass every single month. Can we just can we just stop? Like, hey. Or, or just put these on Game Pass and call. But I don't know. Then people will be mad about the Game Pass entries if if these are extras in Game Pass mm-hmm. and not and not replacing games we're getting in Game Pass. I don't feel like anybody would be mad if they take away the better games. I think that we're getting in Game Pass and say, "Here's your new Game Pass games." Like if this was the announcement for Game Pass in July, yeah, I'd be kind of ticked off too. I'd be like, really? That's that's our Game Pass in July offering? Yeah, but, yeah. They they gotta do something. Uh, Epic Store has some free games available, and these are available till Thursday. So if you're hearing this episode, which dropped on Monday, you still have a couple days to get it. Uh, AER, Memories of Old, which kind of looked meh to me. Uh, but Stranger Things, the game three is out there, which that one looked interesting to me because it looks like an old school 16-bit game um, that I might just try because I like me some Stranger Things, but it's free on the Epic <laughs> Store. And I then claimed it as you speak. <laughs> yep, and that's exactly what I, I saw. I was like, oh, I don't remember hearing what this week's works. I got last week's, and I'm like, I don't know what these ones were. Didn't hear any announcements about these. I was like, oh, but I'll play Stranger Things. Uh, and then coming July 2nd to the 9th in the Epic Store, you can get Conan Exiles. Oh, which we know that game. Dong Slider, the Dong Slider Award for Donnie. Is the Donnie game of the year. <laughs> Uh, and then Hue, which I think has been free on everything at this point, but those, are, those will be there too as well. So if you want those, go get them starting next next week i guess really so yeah yeah so that's it for that one what you got what'd you bring tonight to the table dev okay so little game called cyberpunk 27 the which got delayed had their first night city wire apparently they're gonna be doing a lot of these hmm. and um we got a 25 minute look into what's going on with cyberpunk 2077 we got a really got a really cool new trailer um we got a like little back, you know, inside with the devs or whatnot, um, and then we also got a bunch of articles and people's thoughts of the like the four hours that they had to play with it because instead of doing an actual event where they brought everybody in, yeah. they let people play it via the cloud. So they would send out the code or whatnot. You'd log in, play via the cloud. You'd have a dev with you that you can talk to while you're actually going through the gameplay, which That's I think cool. is genius. That's like really cool. They actually did that. that. That makes it feel like an actual live event because you're not just playing this. You're actually conversing with the developer while you're playing. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But um, we got to see just another look at Cyberpunk 2077, and it looks glorious. Um, the graphics, they just, oh, God, this game looks beautiful and although we didn't get to see like what it's going to look like on in next gen what they've done with it for current gen is actually it's still like mind-blowing that they're able to get this much out of these current systems and i have to imagine what we saw even though it said early development is running on like the pro and the x and not the base consoles um it still looks ridiculous i mean absolutely ridiculous and it seems like just from a lot of the the footage from a lot of the people who, who got to play it that this is just going to be a huge world that you can just get lost in like jeff jeff healy was saying that it looks a lot and feels a lot like a gta game mm. and just based on some of the stuff that i've seen you can definitely just wander around the world like you can in a gta game not do any of the missions not do any side stuff and just come across so much stuff in the world that's actually going on like they've created a living breathing world with people doing all kind of stuff and you can just get lost in all of that for hours on end 
It's, it's um, interesting because I, I did see like some footage and I, I get that like right away seeing those comments like, oh, it's kind of like mm-hmm. GTA, but in this different world. I totally get those vibes, but it looks a thousand times better than GTA does. But you're right. Yeah. It's like it looks like this could be a game. And I've seen some comments from people who got to play it, too, that this could be, you know, as revolutionary as GTA five was or, yeah. you know, it's that type of game that people will be talking about and playing and, and possibly buying forever. Uh, and I know Lucas and I kind of <laughs> tore into it a little bit last week, but <laughs> it was funny because like right after we finished recording, I think it was like the next day, mm-hmm. uh, not when we released it, but the next day they confirmed my exact things where they're like, oh yeah, it's being delayed. And then, oh, by the way, it's going to be playable on the next gen right away. I was like, yeah, see, I was like, cause they're trying to launch it at the same time for these consoles, which, which I don't blame them at all for doing. I was like, but uh, based on everything we've seen, I'm really hard pressed to think that it's just, we need more time to finish the game because yeah it, it can't be to be honest it's you're based working on, on you're working on finishing your patches to finish the game like yeah for the next year. based on a lot of the like feedback that i've heard like the gameplay was hella buggy mm. so a lot of the people who actually got to play with it they were like yeah it's got tons of bugs in it so that kind of leads some credence to what they're saying it's like we need to patch out all these bugs before we ship it and we know like just from previous cd project rest up they're like they're not they're like rockstar they're not gonna release until it's yeah. done Dang. Which is another reason why I was like, don't put a date. Just give yeah. me like the year, uh-huh. you know, don't give me a date because then you back yourself into a wall. Yeah. And then when you constantly do the delay, like the fans that are like, I need this now. Or people like Haley who are like, I can't take time off to play this game. I know, I right? This is planned on taking time off. Yep. Now you're kind of messing that up. So I get that. So just just don't don't give a date like the Cyberpunk 2077 Edge Runners anime. They announced there's an anime coming. There's going to be some more story for this, but it's not coming until 2022. Did you need to even tell us that? Like, I feel like there was, you didn't need to say that at all. You could have just left it at, we've got more stuff coming for cyberpunk. There's going to be more stuff in this world and just leave it at that. Like you just leave that, that burning. So people are like waiting to see what else is coming. But when it's 2020 and you announce an anime that's coming in 2022. Like I've just lost all interest. I don't care. That's so right. far down the road. Like you could have, you could have not told me that information because basically I'm going to forget all about it. Right. Like, it's going to launch like when season three or four of the Witcher hits at this point. Like you gotta look at it that way. Like <laughs> clearly this was Netflix saying, Hey, the Witcher Witcher's done really well for us. Let, mm-hmm. let, what else you got? And they're like, well, we also make this. And they're like, fine, I'll buy that too. And I feel yeah. like that's what it is. Cause it's like, it, if you're announcing it this early, that sounds like you didn't start it yet. Yeah. So it sounds like this deal just happened. And if it's going to take you two years, like look at Castlevania. That's another anime on Netflix. That's not like season three or four. And that thing came out like what last year it started. Like they're just mm-hmm. pumping them out. So there's no way it takes two years to come up with this anime right. based on the timeline, unless you legit didn't start it at all. Like and it's just a concept piece. Like yeah. obviously you don't want to release it before the game comes out. Cause that's going to spoil some of the, the game content perhaps or or the world or give you some you know details you may not want to know going into the game but there's no reason that this thing you know spoiler wise can't launch you know six months after the game came out or something yeah i feel like like either releasing alongside the game or mm-hmm. maybe the week before as a primer to get ready for it yeah like maybe not dealing with the exact story but then you've watched this anime and then you see how that anime crisscrosses in the actual yeah, game. Yeah, do one of the characters like, in the game, but not your yeah, character. Yep. Like, that could have landed so much more like, just like, boom, we have an anime that's going to get you ready for the world of cyberpunk instead yep. of, we have an anime coming in 2022. 
So we hope you when like the game because you might still be in the Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> we're, we're going to be wait. We're at that point in 2022. We're going to be like, yo, when's Witcher 4 coming? CD Project Red. Wait on right. that. Like, like it's that's too late. Like, yeah. And it's I like right mean, now, we try to release like a Matrix game now. It's like, that's it's past. When the new movie well, comes out, you can bring it back. You can't do it. Like, entertainment as a whole doesn't hold our attention spans that long. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, we just talked about Stranger Things. Like, that's an example of the hype machine. Like, Stranger Things drops. Everybody's talking about that. Everybody's watching it. Three months later, nobody's talking about it until you know the new season's coming up or the trailer for the new season comes out or things of that nature. Like, yeah. our entertainment choices and, and fandoms drop so quick that we're on to the next thing in this world where like we're just trained now to binge watch everything like my so it is this kind of a tangent but this is funny too mm-hmm. so like we stream everything in my house like we got rid of cable a couple yeah. years ago i don't miss it at all like it was a weird adjustment at first but i'm like Psh, i can watch what i want when i want no need to wait for a certain time or dvr mm-hmm. or whatever case mm-hmm. awesome i'm starting to realize my five-year-old doesn't know what a commercial is yep like we went to so my in-laws have the beach house we go down there for the weekends during the summer and they they still have cable like they have some streaming options too but they they pay for cable still so we were watching a show or we set my daughter up in another room she was playing doing something she had the tv on in that room and she was watching uh teen titans on uh cartoon uh. network and she was watching that and it went to a commercial but mm-hmm. she came around the room she's like daddy i don't want to watch the show that came on after can you help me find something else and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. But then I look and I'm like, it's like, you know, 10 past four. It There shouldn't be a new show on now. Like, that didn't doesn't make any sense. And right. I went in and the commercials running. The show was coming back. I was like, oh, honey, that's a commercial. She's like, what's that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like, you only know, like, 30-second commercials in your YouTube videos. You don't know what this is. But that's just, like, the attention span is like, okay, this is over. I'm moving on to the next thing. So to say, like, hey, you're going to get this in two years, it's like, don't talk to me about that. Let me know what I'm going to watch in the next two years leading up to this. Like. Yeah, exactly. The whole streaming culture and the 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 binge watching and everything has completely changed mm-hmm. kind of the way we look at and consume media. Like my kids are the same way. We have all streaming. There is no cable. So when they actually watch something that has a commercial, my son will be like, Daddy, something's wrong. I'm like, yeah. no, no, that's just a commercial. Those were things that happened before you were alive. Like they can we, can we skip day. it? Can we skip yeah. it? Um no. yeah. It it's dude, it's nuts. Um <laughs> So, so some of that that trailer that came out though it was like a two minute trailer so not super long mm-hmm. man the game looks so good it does the it combat looks, smooth like uh, I'm psyched for this I, I'm still and this could lead into the the second part about the hair conversation we talked mm-hmm. about um <laughs> I this kind of goes along like I know Seth is probably a good example of a more conservative. Uh, gamer amongst the staff because of mm-hmm. the content he has little kids like I, I think i feel like you'd be the same thing like this isn't a game you want to play around your kids like yeah. i think that's a get it all right just in the trailer alone like the amount of cussing and just yes. the conversations they were having i had to turn it down like oh man my kids are up let me turn this yeah. this is a bit much that's <laughs> I'm, I'm a little not scared of the game but it's like that sometimes i hate that because i gotta watch you know who's around while i'm playing mm-hmm. you know and even just like the, the trailer shows people having like virtual sex with the headset mm-hmm. on stuff like that. Like, yep. somebody comes walking into the room like do you want to explain that to somebody like if they walk i'm like what the hell are you playing you know yeah like i kind of hate that so i wish it was toned down a little bit there but you know it is what it is so hopefully it's not a yeah. massive non-stop part of the game and it's more just 
we're showing you all the cool stuff in the game in two minutes. We're going to throw it all in there. But yeah. um, so, so talk to me a little bit about this customization. We got more details on that. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of customization in it. Um, I can break it down to you by everything that's customizable when creating V. So you've got six skin types, 35 hairstyles, 17 eyes, eight eyebrows, 17 eyes. That's on there twice. 17 <laughs> mouths, 17 jaws, seven ears, eight pieces of cybernetic parts. Okay. Nine types of scars, six types of tattoos, 11 piercings, five types of teeth, eight bits of eye makeup, five bits of lip makeup, three blemishes, three types of nipples, mm, okay. <laughs> five types of body tattoos, two types of body scars, two penis types, one vagina option, two penis size options, and five types of pubic hair. I don't know why we need to go that far, but I'm imagining it's either do you want like full bush, the landing strip, nude, like, but who? I don't care. Like, right. I'm so amazed they've gone into that much detail for a game that is first person, meaning you're not going to see your character that much. So why do I care what his nipples look like? And, or and her well, nipples. Right, right. And like, so yeah, you may see something in a cutscene, but how often do you need to see it that you need to have choices? Right. Like, so that's another thing that kind of makes me a little concerned here. But I'm, the other thing that kind of pointed out, like three different types of nipples. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like there's there's nipples and there's pierced nipples. What's what's the third option here? I, the I'm, third nipple? Yeah. Is it like, like Total Recall? <laughs> the three boobs? Like, and then... If you have one vagina op choice, is it really a choice? That's just right. That's one. very true. Uh, and how come weird. I get? I mean, I feel like women are going to be up in arms because you've got two penis choices. I've only got one vagina. That's not fair. That's, that's not what my vagina looks like. What, what the hell? That's very true. How often are you going to be nude in this game to care or no? That's what I'm afraid of. Hopefully <laughs> not a lot. And I hope it's like you know. I hope it's like a you know Grand Theft Auto does it. Saints Row even does it. Like you pick your underwear option, but you never see it unless you decide to take all the clothes off your character. So it's like. If it's something I'm never going to see, then whatever. And we've we've talked about this yeah. on the show a few times, yeah. actually. That you know maybe this stuff doesn't even matter and it's fine. But yeah, it's just like I, you could spend time on other things. But whatever, this game. I guess it's free. just that way to feel connected to the character because you get to do all of this to try to create or get as close to you as possible. I guess mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, I did have a friend who uh, played uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas with an overweight CJ, always in his underwear and a wife beater. So. I feel like he would just go large with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. again, he'd never see it because it's a first person game versus a third person game like GTA. So it's just, it's very odd to me anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, people suck. We're, <laughs> yes. we're still seeing that. I mean, this, this, this world, I don't even want to say this country anymore because it's, it's just worldwide right now. Mm-hmm. We're kind of just finding out exactly how terrible people are. And I mean, I, I put a couple uh, examples here. Um, mm-hmm. Most notably the creative director uh, working on Assassin's Creed Valhalla has stepped down and gone on a leave of absence um, for some infidelity scandals going around leading around. I think it was ended up being a couple different women. <laughs> I think yeah. it was. And yeah, so he's out. Uh, we got, Oh shoot! I mean, there's just been so many things. Uh, a game writer for Dying Light Two, uh, mm-hmm. keeps from multiple women for sexual misconduct. We have uh, Twitch, uh, 
having a whole bunch of things come up and they've perma banned uh, something like eight or 10 different prominent streamers right now for sexual mm-hmm. harassment allegations or misconduct. Yeah. Uh, we had the, the whole situation at mixer and that, you know, mixer has gone, not necessarily due to that, but that's, you know, part of it there. Uh, and there's two big streamers right now that are currently under investigation. And like one even went far as did an apology video, but he's not banned via other people that are under suspicion have been perma banned and just, mm-hmm where do we go from here? Like everybody is just bad. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's just exposing, I guess the underbelly of gaming. It's, it's just entertainment for some reason. Once apparent, once apparently males get in charge of things, they start to abuse that power and use it, you know, to their advantage and to women's disadvantage. And it's, it's horrible. I am just glad that we're in this year where people are just fed up mm. and are beginning to actually speak out about this stuff. Yeah. Because if you if you read any of the stories from a lot of these women, it's always based of I was so scared to bring this out because this is kind of the norm that we live in. You're expected to just kind of deal with this. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not right, but I'm afraid of the backlash and what it does to my career because even when I've brought these issues up to HR, HR did nothing. All and right. it's funny because I was listening to um the destiny community podcast and they were talking about hr but hr's job that we forget a lot of the times is to protect the company like that is that falls into that so a lot of times nothing happens because a lot of it is based on protecting the company the company and it's just so sad but again i'm glad that somebody in the destiny community decided to speak up and say this is not okay and then it prompted just everybody to be like you know what enough is enough Here's my story. Here's my story. Here's my story. And it's hopefully going to lead to change. Like everything else is going on right now in the world. Hopefully a lot of this stuff is actually going to lead to change and and lead to us actually looking like inside ourselves and being like, we got to get our stuff together. We don't need to be this inhuman. Mm -hmm. Like treat people like people. Yeah. The same way you would want somebody to treat you to treat you with kindness and love and respect, give that back. Like, I'm just very hopeful and prayerful that this truly does lead to just like widespread change across all industries. So we can just start treating people like people and not assets. And I'm glad you said all industries. Cause I wanted to bring this up <clears throat> talked a little bit about this with Donnie last night, but I think it was off the air anyway, uh, because something broke or more of this news broke was, obviously things when it comes down to like rape and sexual assault, that's a whole, I'm not even, nobody can dispute that argument, right? But things like infidelity or, you know, improper relationships going on in the workplace, stuff like that. So like the Assassin's Creed guy, clearly Mm -hmm. a slime ball. So I'm not condoning anything he did, but he's a slime ball, but nothing he did was technically illegal. It was, it was a moral, it was Mm -hmm. a moral stuff really when you boil it down to it. He is effectively losing his job. He probably won't be able to work in the industry again, at least not in a prominent position like he is or he was. Um, things of that nature. But yet we kind of double-edged sword is, okay, so in this industry right now, mm-hmm. that's being widespread. And like you said, change is happening. People are speaking up. It's it's hopefully going to cause a stopping. But in other facets of the entertainment industry, you look at like music and and movies, Mm-hmm. These people get away with it all the time. Like you talk about like, oh, who's who's Ben Affleck sleeping with this week or with this thing, like stuff like that, where it's like mm-hmm. 
you know, okay, oh man, he cheated on his wife. Okay, he's making three million for his next movie. Like it, we don't right. care about like we care in the fact that as a society we're obsessed with knowing what these people are doing in their personal right. lives, but we don't condone them. We don't hold them accountable unless it's something like you know, like we ain't talking like Kevin Spacey. We're talking you know things like just infidelity right. and things of that nature. Um, so this guy loses his job and his career and livelihood because he screwed up, which again, I don't condone, mm-hmm. but yet somebody else can do the same thing in another field and it's completely okay. And he's just moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, you look at people like even, and, and this is weird for me to even say, but like uh, what Kesha went through and what Taylor Swift is mm-hmm. going through currently, mm-hmm. but how they're basically just being bullied into whatever's happening. Neither one of them are really getting anywhere with it. And they're just basically fighting at this point, just to have their creative freedom, not even like get right. back what they lost. And, you know, these these people that are doing these things are allowed to continue on with their careers just fine. And it's just like, oh, this guy's a bad guy. But you know what? He's still producing 10 more albums this year, mm-hmm. making millions of dollars. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, so I just hope, and like you said, that I'm hopeful and, and, you know, want to see this change happen across the board. Because right now, my only gripe is that it doesn't appear to be even yet. We're not right. talking about in every facet yet. It's just like, okay, gaming and streaming is getting this highlight right now. I want to see this spread on. Like you said, we're at the point everyone's fed up, so I hope it goes somewhere else. And it's just yeah. weird because that industry has just been crickets, and I think it's because they're not working. Yeah, that perhaps could be a it's part of it, but it's like, man, this is the time to start shaking things up before you end up in the middle of a movie with somebody and have to get rid of them because of stuff they did and, and the movement that yep. people are going through to change it. Yep. But, Let's stop with the profits over people. Like, yep, that that just has to go away. Like this dude, yeah, okay, he could make a beat, but he's a terrible person. I don't want to be associated with him. Right. They're not doing it right. If yeah. you're part of the creative process, you can be part of the creative process. You create something with that other person. You, it's a joint. It's a joint mm-hmm. thing. I hate these scenarios we see, especially with young, younger artists and especially with women that mm-hmm. they get sucked into these deals. Like, okay, you made this whole album. You're the star, but oh, by the way, I own it all. So at any right. point you decide you want to stop. Oh, well, I still make all the money. You don't like you got paid yeah. for what you did. And that's it. Like, and then that just gets to be the status quo of how the business is run. Like that's that's BS. Yep. It's just absolute BS. Agreed. Agreed. So everyone just stop sucking, please. Please. Just stop. Duh. Let's move on to something more fun. What else you got, Dev? <laughs> All right. So Marvel's Avengers had their war table briefing. Uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Um this is going to be an ongoing series. Mm-hmm. We got to know a little bit more about the game. It's going to be way more like deep than initially we thought. Like we heard like the destiny comparisons or whatnot, but in reality, it's got way more RPG elements, way more upgrades and building your characters and giving builds or whatnot. We also got to see that the game is actually going to be a lot, just a lot bigger in scope than oh, I yeah. think anyone originally imagined as long as, as well as other like stories coming into the fold. So it's going to be kind of a living world and you're going to have a single player story for you to go through. And then you're going to have the co-op and like the war zones to be able to, you know, team up with your friends. So they've done a lot with that. And I think the game actually looks a lot more appealing than it did initially for a lot of people. Definitely. Um, and we're also going to get a free upgrade to the PS5 and uh, the Xbox Series X if you buy these on current gen consoles. So you will get a free upgrade and there are bonuses to getting that newer version. Um, they haven't gone completely in depth with it, but we do know that there will be a um, 4K option, like full, like uh-huh. 
4K, everything, uh, ray tracing, all that. And then there's going to be a performance mode where you're going to be, get, be able to get a dynamic 4K resolution and 60 frames per second on the PS5. Um, they'll probably go into a lot more details of what like those actual settings are. And they haven't said what they are for Xbox Series X yet, but they said they will go into that. But I do think it's cool that CD Projekt Red has started this. Hey, you buy it here you're going to not have to rebuy it. You're going to get the free upgrade. And we're starting to see people, you know, just fall in line with that with Madden 20 Madden realizing, okay, we can't just give it to you for this amount of day. We're going to give you the free upgrade until Madden 22 comes out. Mm -hmm. And then now we're seeing it with Marvel's Avengers where it's like, Hey, buy it once you get the upgrade. If you get the new system. So I think that that's great to, to see that happening. And I'm just hoping that even more games follow suit, like pretty much anything that comes out. Hey, when we release the, the new version for the new system or the patch, if you already got it, you're good to go. Yeah, I, I love this trend, and I'm with you. I, I feel like at this point, everything that is going to be cross-platform or cross-generation, I should say, mm-hmm. should just adopt this. Like, this should this should what happens. I mean, like, you look at what's left. Like, all the big first-party exclusive games are out now, except mm-hmm. for Ghost of Tsushima is probably the only one, yep. which, you know, that may end up eventually hitting PS5 either. I would have to imagine The Last of Us 2 ends up on PS5, but, you know, there's a word on that yet. Yeah. So that's really all you have that's going to be only announced for this gen. Everything else we're talking about is going to be on both. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Watch Dogs Legion, that's not going to be on just PS4 and Xbox One. That's going to be next gen. Like, all, all yep. this stuff, you know, Assassin's Creed is going to be on both. I think this is the status quo, and I love it because, like, so you look at, I, I pre-ordered Avengers already, and that was a huge gamble, and I acknowledge that because I pre-ordered it before this war table came out. Yeah. Um, and you know, Donnie, we know is going to be a day one adopter of the Series X. I, you know, maybe or may not be. I might be later, but I pre-ordered it. So Donnie's going to get to play it on Series X, mm-hmm. which which I freaking love that mentality of like this. This is what games should be at this point, especially when we're yep. looking at, you know, the infrastructure being so similar. Like Microsoft saying it's going to be the same, you know, the same um, operating system like model. Yeah. Like it's going to look the same. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel the same. So it's like, OK, well, then why couldn't the game just transfer over? Like it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and I will say like this. This event they did makes this game look so much better. I am so yeah. happy about it. They fixed a lot of the character models. The characters look a lot better. Like Thor so looks much better. He looks better than he did. Good. Yeah, he looks like Thor. <laughs> right. Finally, like uh, they they did a really good job with that. I love all the added customization and the mm-hmm. loot that you can find, and like the fact that you can have a build. So if you want to have something that does electricity damage, you want to have something that does like poison damage or just damage over time, the adding of the, uh, Oh God, what's, what's, what's the pin particle stuff. So yep. you've got even like in game builds for stuff like that. And the fact that they're going to continue on with content is really awesome. And with the, the, it being a cross gen title, you also get cross generational play. So yep. you and Donnie can play together if you yep. both don't have, you know, the, the Series X, mm-hmm. which was something that didn't happen, like with, for, for example, with Destiny. Yep. When Destiny 1 dropped, it came out on both PS4 and PS3, but you could not play together. So they've, they're doing, I'm glad that they've decided with pretty much all of these games that are, that are multiplayer that they're not going to separate the generations. So you're going to be able to play <clears throat> with your friends who may be on PS4 and you've got a PS5 or an Xbox One S and they've got an Xbox One or Xbox Series X. Like I, I just think that's great that, they're, that they've realized that the platform is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So we can have you all play together. Yeah. Like that's that's great. So you're not, you know, splitting your player base. Yeah. I will say like it just it looks so much better. I I love the cross gen and everything like that. Like it's it's all 
it's coming up a lot better. Like everything just yeah. seems to be really good going to the generation where typically we see during this period of time as a gamer is normally like really bad for us. Like mm-hmm. there's no more games left. Uh, you know, we're, we're about to spend the money and then we're like, what games am I actually going to have at launch? And like, cause you know, backwards compatibility wasn't always thinking. Mm-hmm. Now like, no, you'll be good. You can take all your old stuff with you. And the stuff that you bought that's brand new is still going to cross over. Yeah. Um, as far as the game though, like, it, it's, it looks like it's shaping up really nice. We know, that additional characters and missions are coming later and they're not charging for that stuff that those are yeah. free. Uh, there are microtransactions for certain mm-hmm. costumes and loadouts and stuff like that, which that, that's fine. I, I have no problem with that. Um, the, the only thing I'm still a little concerned about is the combat looks to be like, it could be repetitive, which that's mm-hmm. fine. All these types of games have that. So I, that doesn't bother me per se. I'm more concerned with some of the characters feeling too samey. Yeah, and, and like Hulk and Miss Marvel for some reason, and they shouldn't be samey. And mm-hmm. all the gameplay looked like they really were. Like it's just gonna be yeah. punch, smash, and that part I'm a little bummed about. Yeah. yeah, I just need more character variety to come, which I know is coming. Like we know Hank Pym mm-hmm. is coming, and we know they're gonna announce more. So hopefully that they add more of that variety back in because yeah. really the only one that seems very different than all the rest is Iron Man. Yeah. Everybody else seems like they're more melee. Yes, they could do some distance combat, like Thor can throw his mm-hmm. hammer, Black Widow could shoot guns, but everything else seems to be like you need to be up in their face. And I'm hoping for a little variety there. Like Black Panther, yeah. when he comes out, I'm assuming he's going to hit this. When he, comes out, he shouldn't play like, you know, Thor. Right. Yeah, it just that doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah. All the characters they have just all feel like melee characters. I mean, Thor, yep. uh, Captain America, Miss <laughs> Marvel. They 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 all just feel like I'm just gonna run there and just you know yep. smash smash smash. So it'll be nice to have some variety. Like let me get Hawkeye and play range. Yep. Um, let Black Widow have like more, I guess like gadgets, like quick attacks, like yep. gadgets, quick attacks where she does not feel like she's just a brawler. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have some more diversity, especially if you're trying to create these different builds with the gear. Like yep. it's not gonna matter if everybody is just smash smash bang bang. Like you gotta have like variety and a reason not want to have all four of the Avengers or however many, you know, they're going to throw at, throw at you. You want to have some kind of variety. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that definitely is one thing I'm looking at. Like, eh, yeah. could be a little uninteresting on the combat. Cause everybody feels the same, but hopefully, you know, there's, there's more, up their sleeves they haven't shown us that they'll add some more variety to the combat i I think they will i I think it's more we have to look at the heroes not as and this is tough because this is the appeal of the game is like you're playing as hulk you're playing as whatever i think we have to look at them more of like this is the class this is the whole class of character Mm -hmm. and much like in um a destiny or diablo like yes you may have like a necromancer or you know a a titan Mm -hmm. but the loadout of the weapons can greatly change how that person actually plays. Right. Like, yes, he's all the same class, but you can have very different versions of that same class. I'm hoping it's going to have that type of appeal that that range is that big as far as the weapons and upgrades that it'll feel different. Like my Hulk may play totally different than your Hulk and it doesn't yeah. feel see me. So that's a whole now for, but I, I will say, like I said, that first trailer and the first initial thing, I was kind of like, eh, I really want an Avengers game, but I don't know if I like this. Right. This seemed so much better, and I feel a lot better going into this. Now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hi. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's let's land the show on on another weird one. So Fortnite, you know the 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 bar of weirdness in video games now. Like last season, we had more concerts with um uh oh what's his name Travis Scott. 
Scott. Mm-hmm. had a concert. Um, there was some um, Dead Mouse had a concert in there. Steve Aoki had a concert in there. Uh, Is Deadpool that the showed going up. on right now? I feel like, I feel like I saw a link that something that there's a concert going on like right now in Fortnite too. Oh, maybe I didn't know. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, but Deadpool showed up, and some of the X Four showed up last season. Um, this season drops and it's it, the map is flooded and Aquaman now will be unlockable at the end of the season. So like this game just gets weirder and weirder. But now here's here's a new tent pole. Uh, Chris Nolan would really, really like it if you watched Inception inside of Fortnite because that's happening. That's just what moves yeah. with your friends in Fortnite. That's just crazy. Yeah. So if you're listening to the show, it already happened. Uh, because it's happening Friday, June 26th, 8 p.m. You'll go to the Party Royale Island. So that's the mode they have where you have the Fortnite world and you can kind of run around and do stuff, but you don't kill each other. Like It's more like a social mm-hmm. hub thing. And they're going to put up a big movie screen and you're going to watch Inception. I, I don't I don't understand why, but. I mean, because they can. The question is not why. The question is, well, why not? <laughs> I mean, you're right. And, and you know, Chris Nolan and Fortnite has kind of said that they've done this, you know, because uh, people can't go to theaters right now. They mm-hmm. can't go see a movie. Uh, Chris Nolan has his, uh, was it Tenet movie? Yeah, that thing was uh, true. That he's trying to get out, and he's still trying to get out in theaters. Like, he moved his, his release date two weeks as if that's really going to matter when we're talking about mid-July at this point. Um, that he's really hopeful people can still go in there, but yeah, they're yeah. doing they're doing this instead to kind of keep the hype and conversation going. Yeah, um, it's probably a test run to see if this is something that actually takes off in a place where people may want to watch movies, and I imagine they'll find a way to charge for it. So, yeah, yeah, um, there is a concert going on right yeah, now. So I, I was just it reading it's, that. <laughs> it's uh, Thomas Wesley. Diplo presents Thomas Welly, Wellesley with special gun uh, special guest Young Thug and Noah Cyrus. Uh, These are all people I've never heard of. Uh, I feel like I know Young Thug. I feel like I heard something. I don't know. Or he like did a soundtrack in a game. Um, But yeah, and I mean, we're looking at there's going to be available the movies. They're going to do Inception, Batman Begins, The Prestige. Um, Like, (laughs) it's crazy. Like, this this is what we've gone into. But so here's the question I have the two, and I don't. It's been so long since I've watched Inception, but. Mm I feel like there's nothing that bad in that movie, but is there? Like, what was that movie rated? Because you figure, like, there's 10-year-old kids running around this party mode. Like, is this... Yeah. Is Inception I, okay? I feel like it is. I don't remember there being anything bad in it. I don't know if your 10-year-old is going to be able to understand what oh, Well, yeah, I mean, that's going to be over the head, yeah. But I don't remember there being, like, any terrible scenes or anything that I would feel super uncomfortable with my 10-year-old seeing. Um... Yeah, I can't think of anything that's in there other than just like violence, but you're playing a game where you're killing people. So Right, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's fine. Yeah, it looks like there's a little bit of language, but that's that's really about it. But you're right, it's just gonna be over their heads, I feel like. Well, based on skinny Matt's uh, you know, stuff earlier, there's there's that language already <laughs> in Fortnite. <laughs> this is true. And and they even note that in, in Inception, most of the people that are being killed are parts of the dreams and not actually people anyway, so it really doesn't they just wake up. So basically yeah. kind of like how they die in Fortnite. Like yeah. they just kind of disappear. Fortnite is no longer a game. It's just a platform where we do things. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's kind of cool at the same time because mm-hmm. you're like, when, like, can you imagine us, uh, you know, being this, you know, these kids that are playing Fortnite, like their age playing like Mario brothers, something like that. And just be like, Hey, there's going to be a special event where you can watch a concert from one of your favorite <laughs> artists and the thing. It's like, 
What? What? <laughs> yeah. It's so. I mean, good on Epic, man. I mean, they. Yeah, people can people can say it. Fortnite's dead. It hundred percent is not. People are still always playing it. You never have to wait for a matchmaking thing. Like it's there. Yeah. Like, and they're and, and, game. yeah. And give them credit where credit's due. They they at least change the game. It's exactly. not always the same. There's things evolving. Like you look at you know I've been through a lot of battle royals. Like don't don't get me wrong. So I, I and I still play Fortnite. So I, I can't really talk crap. But you look at like PUBG. The mm-hmm. game is still broken, man. It still does not run well. They've done minimal changes at this point. I'm pretty sure they've just given up entirely, and they're just trying to figure out how to get it on next gen now. Uh, right. Apex is making some changes. They they do they are making some changes to that game, and they they do different things there as well. But they're a lot slower in making those changes than Epic is, and that's because mm-hmm. of money and the size of the team. I totally get that. But you don't see battle royales really changing. But Fortnite is just evolved and constantly changing it's like it's like you said it's a platform at this point like Mm -hmm. you can go in and have your competitive you can go in and do absolutely nothing hang out with your friends or you can go in and create your own levels like it's nuts and that's not even a few months months, the season is going to completely change it's going to be a whole new landscape aquaman will be there next week it'll be cable who knows right right (laughs) it's it's just and and like we still forget that like there's another version of fortnite that people don't talk about like the one you you buy and play there's there there was that save the world mode and that nobody goes through um, that that exists. And I, I, they don't update that as much, but they still do things with that as well. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So good on them for doing it. So that's it for news, everybody. I'm sorry. There was no fault. 76 news to bring for you. I, I did look to see if I could <laughs> represent Lucas. Uh, so sorry, Lucas, I failed you there. Um, but let's, let's wrap things up here. Dev, where can people find you and all the cool stuff you do online? You can find me at Dat Ninja Dev over on the Twitterverse. I am always in the Discord arguing with Donnie, so please feel free to come in and jump in our shenanigans there. Um, and uh, PSXP, every Wednesday we've got a show whether I'm there or not. <laughs> That's always good. It's a good thing to have that team, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, head over to psvg.blog to find links to all that stuff that Dev mentioned and all the shows we have on the network, our Patreon link, our Discord link, all that good stuff, uh, Twitch, everything. Uh, you can follow the show at PSVG on Twitter, or you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on literally, literally <laughs> everything, everything, except Mixer, because I can't, I can't do that. Uh, rip Mixer, pour one out. Rip Mixer. <laughs> uh, I did convert my Mixer account over to Facebook Gaming. I don't think I'll ever oh. use it. But I kind of wanted to see what that interface looked like. So I, I clicked the button. They did make it very easy. They did. Um, I'll give them that. Uh, but yeah. So thank you, Dev, for jumping in and joining me this evening. It was fun. I think you filled in the gap quite nicely. We had Absolutely. jokes. We had shenanigans. <laughs> so thank you to you, sir. Thank you to all of you at home listening. We hope you enjoy the show. We hope you love it and tell a friend. But most importantly, we ask as always, let's see if Dev can do this, that you never stop talking about space bears. <laughs> this has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG.
PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.